I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm Curtis Jones. I am Cody Gagbo. Putting on the Liverpool top for the first time, it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that moment. Pre-order the new LFC 24-25 season night home kit now. You can pre-order it today for delivery from the 16th of May at your official LFC stores. Online at liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC store app. You will never walk alone. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Monday after the Sunday on which Liverpool announced Calvin Ramsey as the latest addition to Liverpool's squad. The 18-year-old right-back arrives from Aberdeen, where he played a starring role last season. One goal and nine assists in 2,300 minutes. For an 18-year-old, that is absolutely outstanding. He played 26 games at right-back and four games on the right-hand side of midfield. He shows a very strong technical level. He's an outstanding crosser of the ball. He takes good set pieces. He's a very skillful player. He can beat players 1v1. He's got the pace and power to run past people. This is a very exciting signing. The backup right-back position has been problematic for Liverpool. Nico Williams didn't quite make the grade, but was too good to really sit about on the bench. And obviously with his international career starting to blossom, Nico wants to go and play elsewhere. So he went on loan last season. He'll probably be sold this summer. And Ramsey comes in to replace him as the backup to Trent. His ability to play in midfield and Trent's potential ability to play in midfield could lead to something very interesting down the road if Liverpool were to decide to shift the shape to something in the region of a narrow 4-4-2 where the left winger plays high and wide and the right winger plays tucked in. That's that Trent area that he plays in anyway, so you could potentially move him into that position and put Ramsey at right back or do the opposite with Ramsey as the right-sided midfielder and Trent staying at right back. And their ability to swap positions and both fill space could be very, very good. But we're not going to put too much pressure on this kid. Like I say, he's only 18. He turns 19 in a month, the end of July. So very much one for the long term. Um, five-year contract, so we're clearly not just buying him for what he can do this coming season. We're buying him with a view to what he will become. And what he may become is potentially one of the better fullbacks in European football with his level of talent, with the potential he's already shown and the form he's already shown. It's quite easy to start getting excited about him. And I know it is the the Scottish Premiership. I know it's not the strongest league in the world, but for an 18-year-old to stand out as much as he did 
is very impressive. And having watched both him and Aaron Hickey over the last couple of years, and Aaron Hickey is a very highly regarded left-back, currently at Bologna being linked with moves to Premier League clubs at the minute for 18 to 20 million. I think Aaron Ramsey's, or Calvin Ramsey rather, is more talented. And I think what I saw from him at Aberdeen impressed me more than what I saw from Hickey at Hearts. Now, don't get me wrong, if Costas were to leave, Aaron Hickey would top my list of left-backs to come in and replace him. But I do think we've gotten a massively talented player here. I really do, in Calvin Ramsey. I think he's the type of modern fullback that Trent is very much the blueprint of. He reminds me a bit more of Reese James than of Trent, just stylistically. And the way he strikes the ball, he's got a lovely natural swing and he makes great contact with the ball and he can ping a ball wherever he wants. Not in the same way that Trent has the passing ability. I'm talking more about his crossing ability. It's a lovely natural clip of the ball. And he's very, very accurate. Very, very accurate with his crossing. But it's very natural. There's nothing forced. It doesn't look like it's effort to him to just put the ball on the striker's head from wherever he happens to be, whether it's a set piece, whether it's an open play, whether it's a narrow cross, a wide cross, a deep cross, whether he's up on the touchline. It's all very fluid. And that's something that is very, very promising. Reese James, I think, is very similar. He makes things look effortless. Trent does it as well, but Trent is... Trent is the top of the mountain. Let's not let's not be trying to compare anyone else to him. He stands alone on his level as a distributor, as a crosser, as the best fullback on the planet. But Ramsey could reach a very good level. And it is something to be excited about. You add him to Fabio Carvalho, who I think more and more people are starting to get excited about as they start to look at more and more of what he did at Fulham last year. There is, of course, the need to just slow everybody down a little bit because it's one thing to do it for Fulham in the Championship or Aberdeen in the Scottish Premiership. It's a very different thing to do it for Liverpool in the Premier League. You know, the step to the Premier League is one thing. The step to the very top of the Premier League is an altogether different situation. We're going to be challenging for the title this year, so... We're not in the best situation to be bringing in young players and putting putting them directly into the first team and expecting them to contribute week after week after week. And we're not exactly in a good position to allow them those bad games that could potentially cost us a point or, you know, three points as the case may be. So Klopp will have to pick and choose his moments with them. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he's already sitting down to plan who he wants to play and when. But Carvalho really does have something. There's a little bit of Coutinho about him. The way he carries the ball, his balance, his burst of speed, his head always on a swivel, always aware of where the ball is, always comfortable in possession, happy to receive the ball in tight spaces, happy to receive the ball when double-marked.
And the idea of Carvalho behind Nunes in a 4-2-3-1 is very exciting. But it is something we should probably tamper in the short term. Using him as a backup to Luis Diaz is probably the better way forward. But look, he may come in and just explode. We, sometimes young players just get on a scene and they just go. And that's just it. You don't have to worry about them. We've seen with players like Bakayo Saka in the Premier League that once he was given the go-ahead at Arsenal, he's just been outstanding ever since. And Carvalho, while he may not be the level of prospect that Saka is, there's a chance he might be. We're still one short. Don't get me wrong, we're still one short. But Carvalho's definitely one to be excited about. Ramsey's one to be excited about. And obviously, Darwin is someone to be very, very excited about. And the more stuff you read about him, the more we learn about him, the more exciting it is. Uh, his personality, his dedication, his work ethic, all very, very strong. There's a good piece in The Athletic today by Simon Hughes uh, about the potential to move to 4-2-3-1. And look, if anyone paid attention last season, we did basically play 4-2-3-1. When Henderson played that right-sided midfielder, he played it as a 10-slash-right winger. When Naby played it, he played as a, as a 10. When Harvey played it, he played it wide right. Mo sort of operated almost as a second striker or a 10. So we have been doing that for a while. This would just be a more formal move to that shape so that the TV graphic people have something new to put up. Um, and the, you know, the, the theme of that argument was that Bobby could be the 10. Now, look, if we're all being honest, Bobby has never impressed as a 10 for Liverpool. When we went 4 2 3 1 in 18 19 with Shaq on the right, Manny on the left, Mo up front, and Bobby as the 10, Bobby was the one that struggled. Shaq was good, Manny was great, Salah tore the league apart, but Bobby struggled. Now, some of that might have been that he didn't have the best platform behind him. Fabinho wasn't getting every start at that point. Naby was having some injury issues and some inconsistency issues. Thiago obviously wasn't at the club. So with a better platform behind him, maybe we get more out of Bobby. But Bobby is now four years older than that. And Bobby has clearly declined. Um, Bobby can still be a great mentor in that position, but I don't necessarily know that I'd want him as the starter. Carvalho shows all the talent, but again, very young player. Don't want to be putting too much pressure on him. You would prefer someone of a middle ground, someone who's in their early to mid-20s, has plenty of experience in the top five league and could just come in and do the job straight away. Or even someone in their later 20s, like Milinkovic-Savage. Someone like him in the number 10 position would be incredible. But, like I say, we should be excited about, about Ramsey. We should be excited about Carvalho. These are two long-term signings that we've gotten at bargain prices. Uh, four million rising to six and a half for Calvin Ramsey. That's a really good price for us to pay for someone that could be at the club for a really long time. And if he's not, it's because he's developed beyond the point where we can keep him as a squad player. And he has to be sold because he's just too good not to be. And we'll make a huge profit. And then with Carvalho, it's 5 million rising to 
So we're paying nine million up front, and then a potential six million in add-ons for these two outstanding young players. Can't really go wrong with that, can you? I'm wrong. It's a potential five million, five million in add-ons. So fourteen million for these two potentially outstanding players. The sale of Nico Williams or Tacky will cover all, if not mo- most, if not all of that. Nico, we expect to get 10 to 12. Tacky, we're looking for 17. They'll cover all of that outlay. Our business has been smart so far. There's no doubt about it. Darwin in 65 million. These two in 9 million, 74 million spent. Sadio's gone. 27 and a half million. Tacky will go 17 ish, probably 17 plus add ons. That's 44 and a half. Nico goes, that's another 10 to 12. So let's say 10, 54 million. There's 25 million coming in from Wilson and Grujic from last summer. So just with the sales of Nico and Tacky, we'll be in the profit for this window. Then factor in Nat Phillips and Ox. And we sh- that's a substantial net profit. Could be 25 million if they both get sold. Now, there are some stories today from the Liverpool Echo suggesting that Ox is not for sale, that we have no intention of selling him. That's the same Liverpool Echo who 10 days ago reported that he was for sale and would be leaving this summer. Uh, it's very clear Oxley chamberlain is for sale. It's very, very clear. They're trying to drive up the price a little bit. But they'll take somewhere in the region of 10 million for it. Uh, this is Anfield. Have a piece up by Jack Sear. Jesus. Uh, the 10 players with the most assists in Liverpool history. Salah is 10 with 58. Trent is nine with 61. Stevie Highway is eight with 66. Firmino is seven with 67. Kevin Keegan is six with 72. Ian Rush is five with 84. Steve Mackett McManaman is four with 85. John Barnes is number three with 101. Stevie Gerrard is number two with 145. And Kenny Dalglish. 166 assists is the top dog in that regard. What a player. What an incredible player. Uh, There's a piece on Joe Gomez. There's multiple pieces here on Calvin Ramsey. There's a piece about some Liverpool youngsters already back in pre-season training. There's a piece speculating about the new away kit. There's a piece about Taki Minamino. On Liverpool.com, the lead piece is about Jurgen Klopp problem is about to get even worse as Liverpool fixture repeat could for, force U-turn. Uh, I think this is to do with the World Cup and how that's going to interrupt the season. Liverpool have Manchester City transfer edge. Money cannot buy and Bernardo Silva may be set to prove it. This is regarding, I, I assume, Bernardo Silva potentially wanting to leave Manchester City this summer. It looks like City could be set for a couple 
of quite important outgoings. Sterling, Gabriel Jesus less so because he's not really an important player for them. But Bernardo then is the secondary one after Raheem. So we'll wait and see. Uh, Liverpool could use Naby Keita in 66, sorry, 77 million pound swap as Jurgen Klopp ready for Rafinha transfer. So this is the piece from, it's the Media Digest, but this is the piece about Naby regards uh, Nicola Barella from Inter Milan and the fact that Liverpool might be willing to include Naby in a swap deal uh, with some cash. Personally, I, I would do that. As much as I love Naby, Barella's a better player. He's younger and he doesn't have the injury issues. Uh, Liverpool are very keen to sign Rafinha. I'd love Rafinha. Reports today from Spain that he could be going to Arsenal. We'll wait and see. Uh, but I would love Rafinha at Liverpool. There's no doubt he would improve our squad. And then there's a story going around about Ginny Wijnaldum. So I think it's an open secret that Jude Bellingham is our top midfield target but it's also fairly well known that he's not available this summer. So unless we can do a deal now to get him next summer, we face going into 2023 with City and Real and whoever else also making him offers and likely outbidding us because of their greater financial capacity. And there's a story floating around that what we could do in the interim is bring in Ginny Wijnaldum on loan. Now, personally, I would jump at that. Ginny improves us. You bring in Ginny, you start Thiago, Fabinho and, and Ginny. And then Naby is your fourth midfielder who can play when Thiago's not available, can also play with Thiago in the bigger games. You might want to go with the NFT midfield. And when you go with that NFT midfield, you've got Ginny to bring on. So you've got a quality substitution to bring on. In the other games, you play Ginny, maybe not against the draw. So it might work better to play Naby, Fabinho and Thiago against the bad teams and play Ginny against the good teams where you need a bit more defensive solidity. But either way, if you've got those four, Ginny can play either eight or as the six. So you've got four midfielders now that you can throw into any game and be comfortable with. And that's basically what we're looking for, is a fourth starting quality midfielder after Fabinho, Thiago and Naby. And then Henderson is a depth piece, Jones is a depth piece, Elliot is a depth piece, and I don't know, Milner collects the cones, something like that. Um, so yeah, I, I would take Ginny without a second thought on a loan with no risk. Yeah, absolutely, Liverpool could reverse Sadio Mane transfer via 12.5 million raid on Bayern Munich star with key trade. This is Marcel Sabitzer. I would take Marcel Sabitzer at 12 13 million without doubt to play that right sided eight role. He, he would do very, very well. He'd be cheap long-term. You'd be looking at him as a squad player, although at his age, he's not really a long-term signing. But yeah, I, I'd take Sabitzer without question. Um, Liverpool go as far as they can in Mohamed Salah contract talks. This is all about pieces that came out towards the end of last week regarding whether or not we're going to make a second push to extend 
Salah's contract. Uh, there's been links to Asensio over the weekend. I think they can firmly go in the bin. And um, Sadio Mane may soon send, soon send Liverpool a Mohamed Salah warning as Roberto as Robert Lewandowski plan emerges. Right. On AnfieldIndex.com, loads and loads of podcasts. Uh, there's a few new articles, including Life After Sadio, a Liverpool legend and an inevitable exit. But the podcasts are obviously our bread and butter. So do check those out. Guy and Dave Davis had a chat about Calvin Ramsey, about Rafinha and a few other bits and bobs. There is a Pro Plus season review, Nina Kowser with Dave and Steve. There's an old school, myself and Gags got together to basically say goodbye to Sadio. And uh, there is a fatigue index from, I think they recorded it Friday, Simon and Gags. So do check that one out as well. And that is it. That is me for today, folks. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement. And we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash Discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, We'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.